shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. How do you celebrate the holiday season? Whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or something else, Everyone has a story to share. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give to you here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Alex Lee. Today in Express Yourself, we are enjoying the flurry of holiday traditions from around the world. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. First up is one of our newest reporters, Asia Gonzalez. You'll remember Asia as the teen founder of Stinky Feet Girls, which she established when she was only 13 years old. What started out as a simple doodle in a notebook quickly evolved into a variety of different hairstyles and face shapes and her own business. Asia loves the holidays, and she is going to share the history of her favorite traditions. But first, we want to remind you to enter the 10th annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. The theme this year is what it means to be an American. The essay competition is open to all ages and all abilities. Prizes include money, books, and radio interviews, so speak up and enter today. Go to StarStyleRadio.com and click on events. Asia, welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm so excited to hear about all the details of your holiday season because I know it's your favorite season of all. Hi, Asia. Hi, thank you for having me. So why is Christmas your favorite season? My my favorite reason for having this uh, season is to be able to get together with family because whenever we, we get together, we have the craziest memories. We're always so loud and festive. Whenever we go to my grandma's house, everybody comes and it's just a wild get together, um, just full of family and love and just being able to be with everybody. And what is one thing that you love to do? I thing that I love to do is I love going down to California and going to my grandma's house and um, getting together with my family because my whole side of my mom's family gets together and she has this big Victorian house so it has lots of space and so the little kids can run around and she has this big front yard and so with our Christmas presents uh, the boys usually get like a football or a Nerf gun so we all usually take the uh, Nerf gun, we shoot each other with it, <laughs> and uh, we just have this big old party kind of thing, um, just together with family, because, you know, living out here um, where I am, instead of in California, where everybody else is, it's hard to get together with your family, so once I do see my family, it's just great. Well, I have a few things. I, um, lo I looked up some of the traditions, and I have down um, a couple things, so... Every year, I look forward to celebrating our Christmas traditions with my family, and no matter what we do, we always pause to honor our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. After that, we like to do other things like decorate the Christmas tree, drink hot cocoa, and forget eggnog. That stuff is disgusting. 
Um, we like to watch the Polar Express, drink more hot cocoa, <laughs> go to our cousin's house <laughs> where about 40 people get together and we all get really loud and festive. And then we go home, wake up, open presents, have a Christmas crock pot breakfast, which is what my mom makes. And it smells so good that I'm never sure what I want to do first, either eat or open presents. And um, we go, we then go to my grandma's house where we see our other cousins and open gifts and eat a nice dinner. And it's a wonderful string of family getting together and having a great time. But maybe like other people, I've never really thought about how Christmas, Christmas traditions started in the first place. I mean, I know that Christmas was to celebrate Jesus' birth, but many people say that he wasn't even born on the 25th. But I wondered, why do we open presents or decorate the Christmas tree or stand under the mistletoe or even believe in Santa Claus? So I started to look into the history of it all, and I was really fascinated by how it all got started, and I was really glad that someone did because we have a lot of fun together. So a lot of my research took me to pagan rituals, but I wanted to stick to my Christian roots and explain why Christians celebrate and honor traditions. So I'm going to start at the beginning. How on earth did we bring big trees into our living rooms? The evergreen tree was an ancient symbol of life in the midst of winter. Romans decorated their houses with evergreen branches during the new year, and ancient inhabitants of northern Europe cut evergreen trees and planted them in boxes inside their houses during wintertime. In the 7th century, a monk from Crediton, Devonshire, went to Germany to teach the word of God. He did many good works there and spent much time in Thuringia, an area which was to become the cradle of Christmas decoration industry. Legend has it that he used the triangular shape of the fir tree to describe the Holy Trinity of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The converted people began to revere the fir tree, as they previously revered the oak. By the 12th century, it was being hung upside down from ceilings at Christmas time in Central Europe as a symbol of Christianity. The first decorated tree was in Latvia in 1510. In the early 16th century, Martin Luther is said to have decorated a small Christmas tree with candles to show his children how the stars twinkled through the dark night. That sounds so pretty, I thought. So I wondered, why do we decorate the trees once, we got in, once they got into our houses? I discovered that the tree was traditionally decorated with food like apples, nuts, or dates. And in the 18th century, people began to illuminate the tree with candles. Today, there are a lot more ways to decorate the with things like garland or tinsel, candy canes, and ornaments. Most people put a star or an angel on top, but why? Well, legend had it that a poor old woman was unable to provide decorations for her children's Christmas tree. So during the night, spiders went into the tree and covered it with their webs. The, Christmas the Christ child, seeing this, realized that the woman would be sad to see her surprise spoiled. So he turned the spider webs into silver, and the next morning, the poor family was dazzled by the brilliant tinsel that shone on, that shone on the tree. Tinsel was actually invented in Germany around 1610. Uh, and at that time, real silver, silver was used and machines were invented that would pull the silver out into really thin strips for tin, tinsel. Silver was strong, but it tarnished quickly with the candlelight. Someone came up with the idea to use a mixture of lead and tin, but the mixture was so heavy and it would break under its own weight. So they went back to silver, and it was used right up until the 20th century, and I bet it looked so pretty. 
So this is pretty interesting also. The origin of the candy cane goes back over 350 years. But they weren't always hooked canes. They were straight and completely white without the stripes. Well, remember when I told you that Christians were decorating their trees with food? Well, they used candies too. The first historical reference to the candy cane being in America goes back to 1847, when a German immigrant called August Imgard decorated the Christmas tree in his Ohio home with candy canes. About 50 years later, the red and white striped candy canes appeared. No one really knows where exactly or who exactly invented the stripes, but Christmas cards prior to the year of 1900 showed only white, all white candy canes. Christmas cards after 1900 showed illustrations of striped candy canes. Around the same time, candy makers added peppermint and wintergreen flavors to their candy canes, and those flavors then became the traditional favorites. And my personal favorite is actually the bubblegum flavor. So one thing I make sure I keep my on, eye on and avoid like the plague is mistletoe. I do not want to get caught under that clipping of crazy green shrub. So why do people pucker up when they're caught under it? I mean, isn't it poisonous? Well, the tradition of kissing under the mistletoe started in Greece, during a festival, of course, and then used later in marriage ceremonies. During the Roman era, enemies would reconcile their differences under the mistletoe, which to them represented peace. And I thought that was really interesting. And Romans also decorated their houses and temples with mistletoe in midwinter to please their gods. So I read about a Nordic myth regarding mistletoe, and it goes like this. The plant was sacred to Frigga, the goddess of love, but Loki, commonly known as the goddess of god of mischief, shot Frigga's son with a spear, or in some tellings, an arrow carved from mistletoe. Frigga revived her son under the mistletoe tree and decreed that anyone who stands under the mistletoe tree deserve not, deserves not only protection from death, but also a kiss. In Victorian England, kissing under the mistletoe was serious business. If a girl refused to kiss, she shouldn't expect any marriage proposals for, the, for at least um, the next year. And many people would snub their noses at her, remarking that she would most likely end up an old maid. And it was like she had the scarlet letter or something. Today, we aren't so serious about the tradition. And yes, the plant is toxic and eating its berries can cause vomiting and stomach pain. Well, Asia, thank you so much for your in-depth history about Christmas and all the things you love about it. I mean, I didn't know anything about the candy canes or even the history of mistletoe. Thanks for everything, and happy holidays to you and your family. Make sure you visit Stinky Girls, Stinky Feet Girls, that's G-U-R-L-Z dot com, stinkyfeetgirls.com to find out more about Asia. You are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio, and I'm Young Juan. And I'm Alex Lee. During the break, visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. We'll be right back with our Nerd Word reporter, Jane Kessinger. Listen, the later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Alex Lee, your co-host, and we are celebrating this holiday season. Happy holidays and happy new year to everyone. Our Nerd Word reporter wants to give us her take on the history of various holidays. So let's welcome Jane Festiden. Hi, Jane. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm Jane, and I'm the reporter for the segment Nerd Word, and in spirit of the holiday season, I wanted to talk about the origins of many of the holiday events. And so the holidays really kick off with um, Thanksgiving, and um, I'm, I'm sure most of you all know Thanksgiving from fourth grade when um, we talk about pilgrims, but... Um, it's usually the third Friday of every November, and it's traditionally a time of giving thanks and celebrating what you have. Um, more, it was originally um, 21 um, for the first Thanksgiving when the Plymouth colonists and the Wampanoag Indians shared an autumn ha- harvest fest- feast for the first time, um, and they were united by the Native American Squanto. Um, and the year before, in 1620, um, it was when they arrived on the Mayflower in Massachusetts after a 66 uh, brutal journey, brutal day journey to America. And though they looked for an escape from religious oppression in England, nearly half of them survived the first winter here. So luckily for them, they eventually made, met Squanto, um, who had learned English after being kidnapped. And Squanto taught the pilgrims how to cultivate corn, extract sap, catch fish, um, and they, he actually forged an alliance with a local tribe. And because of the bountiful, cro- bountiful crop in 1621, the uh, governor of uh, Massachusetts Bay Colony, or Plymouth, sorry, um, uh, decided to have a feast with the uh, local Native Americans. And thus, it's Thanksgiving. So for centuries, it was celebrated by various colonies and states, but it was nothing official until 1863, right during the Civil War, um, when Lincoln made it a national holiday. So then after that... Um, Another holiday is Christmas, which is December 25th, and it's probably one of the most well-known holidays during the season. Um, It literally takes over multiple TV channels. I'm sure many of you have heard of 25 Days of Christmas on ABC Family. It's one of my faves. And Christmas originally is a sacred holiday, religious holiday that has been celebrated for over uh, 2,000 years, and... um, all around the world, there's so many different traditions. I know in Sweden, they have um, a lights that they a wreath with lights on them and the, on their head. I think it's kind of dangerous because it's candles in their hair, but somehow they managed to do it. And um, I know here we often 
exchanged gifts, but um, really it's the anniversary of uh, Jesus of Nazareth, and it has been a federal holiday since 1870, but nobody actually knows the exact date of Christ's birth, um, but Pope Julius I in the 4th century chose 25th as the day of celebration. So then after that, there's Hanukkah, and um, that's the Hebrew word for dedication, and it honors the victory of the Jews over the Greeks and the Syrians in uh, 165 BC, and after their victory, the Maccabees, which were um, kind of a leader in the rebellion um, against the Syrians, um, entered the Holy Temple in Jerusalem and dedicated their service uh, to God, to their God. And however, when the Maccabees entered the temple, they had only one enough la uh, lamp oil for one night, but somehow it lasted for eight days, enough time to search for more oil. So that's why Hanukkah is celebrated for eight days. Um, roughly from November 25th of the kid of Kislev, sorry, I'm probably but butchering it on the Hebrew calendar. And, um, Hanukkah is also called the festival of lights, which is celebrated, celebrated by lighting menorah. Um, after Christmas, uh, is Kwanzaa and actually contrary to what most people think Kwanzaa is not a religious holiday. Um, it's celebrated on the 26th of December through January 1st. And it's a tradition focusing on, um, African values of family, and it means first fruit of the harvest in Swahili. Kwanzaa is probably one of the most recent holidays since it was made in 1966 by Ron Karenga uh, to celebrate African-American heritage and was based on seven principles of beliefs um, called the... Nigusaba, and um, he made... Uh, Ron made the holiday after the Watts riots in L.A., which were um, quite drastic and um it was a way to bring the african-american community together um though it's not really a holiday i really like um celebrating it it's a 21st of december it's winter solstice and um it occurs uh during the holiday season and um it's the shortest day of the year well the shortest amount of sunlight uh because the earth because of the earth's tilt and the northern hemisphere is as far away from the sun as it can be and lastly is new year's December 31st, New Year's Eve. I'm sure all of you know about it. It's known for that tra uh, traditional ball drop and first kiss of the new year, as well as your New Year's resolutions. Um, and it's actually the oldest of all the holidays. And it was first celebrated in ancient Babylon about 4,000 years ago. So that's a long time ago. And though their calendar was actually quite different, different from ours, because they celebrated it in roughly March, um, ours... Um, ours was made by uh, Julius Caesar in the Roman times and uh, like 53 BC. Yeah. Well, it's so great to hear all the historical facts of all the holidays. And I didn't even know what winter solstice was. So thanks for telling me about that. But out of all these holidays, what, you, what is the most favorite holiday for you? Um, my most favorite holiday has to be Christmas. Um, even though I'm not... Uh, very religious. I really love the atmosphere um, of that holiday season with all the lights. And even though I live in California and there's no snow, I love the snow. Um, and um, especially also because um, it's on my Christmas is my birthday, so um, oh, wow, it's kind of like a double hit right there. Um, so it's fun. I think it's fun. I I don't know how it is not having. Christmas on my birthday, so. <laughs> what is it like having Christmas on your birthday? Um, it's nice. I have 
So uh, I have a huge family, so um, when we exchange gifts uh, on Christmas, um, we're assigned people. So uh, typically you get like four presents from a person if you're a kid, um, but since it's my birthday, a lot of people pity me, I guess. I don't know, maybe they'll <laughs> like, um, they're, they're gonna be like, oh, they'll think, hey, it's Jane's birthday, I'm buying gifts for someone else, I might as well buy a gift for Jane. And I have 20 aunts and uncles. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Kind of a benefit. And I get to see my whole family on my birthday, and that's kind of nice. So. Yeah. Uh, I see so, my family once a year, and there was one Christmas where I got to see them, and it was really different spending time with your family on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's yes. nice. So, because your birthday's on Christmas, do, do people ever, you know, like combine your birthday and Christmas presents, or do they just give you two presents? Some like for some people. That's a good question. Okay, so you sometimes I do get gypped, and you get <laughs> present that are that is combined, and um, those people. But no, uh, but uh, no. Sometimes for direct family, um, you typically they separate them because. I feel like it's unfair, but they feel like it's unfair. So, um, but also because uh, it's a shared day, I also sometimes I get bigger presents because it's all the same day, but less. But you know, give and take. What has been your favorite Christmas slash birthday memory? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I have to say, um, favorite Christmas memory was um so every year we do an annual photo and um to and so it's really fun to flip through the past years because my mom did it when she was a young kid and um and so it's a fun to see the progression of everybody but every year we stand in front of the house that we're celebrating in front of and there's 52 of us like every year it's a huge family and um we take a group photo, and just lo looking back through all the years, it's fun to see the progression of everybody and how they age and such. Yeah, that sounds really fun. I love looking through old scrapbooks and the photo memories that my mom has made. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of New Year's and all the other holidays, what do you do on New Year's? Do you make any resolutions? Ah, New Year's resolutions. Um, typically, have to do with eating healthy uh, so thank you, Jane, so much. It's really interesting to find out the history of our holidays and all the different holidays that people celebrate around the world. And who knew that the holiday we celebrate today started thousands of years ago? Thanks, Jane, and happy holidays to you. And visit our radio site, expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Young Juwon. And I'm Alex Lee. Stay tuned, because when we come back, we will have... Um, we will have me speaking about what I like to do on the holiday seasons. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Stay tuned. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Alex Lee, and today on Express Yourself, we are enjoying the spirit of this season. And 
I'm Young Juwon. In the last two segments, you heard Asia and Jane give us backstories of how holidays we celebrate today came into being. Now Alex wants to take us to the future and the present to talk about how he celebrates the month of December and the new year. So Alex, tell us what the holidays mean for you. Well, before I start, I would just like to say that I'm really excited to be hosting this show with you all and also really excited to be doing my part in this show. So Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's, winter solstice, and all those things. What do these things all have in common? Well, you got that right. They're all part of the holiday season. One of my favorite times of the year, yet also one of the coldest, well, at least to me. It's a time when children are singing that groovy Santa Claus is coming to town, a time when lights and Christmas trees are being set up, and my personal favorite, when the gingerbread latte returns to the Starbucks coffee menu. But let's not talk about songs or favorite ornaments to hang or what kind of coffee we like best. Instead, let's talk about the joy of the holidays that everyone could enjoy. So, everyone thinks of the holidays as being Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's, Thanksgiving, and stuff like that. But what about New Year's, one of my favorite holidays? It represents a new start, a new life, and a, just a change. And it's something that I really look forward to every single year. And But not only New Year's, I still love Christmas. And I don't really have a lot of family traditions for Christmas. We always watch the Macy's Christmas Parade, though. It's kind of boring, but oh well. And pre opening presents is very good, and I just really love it because it, says, it just shows me, it just shows how much people uh, want to, like, honor me, I guess. But, like, and it also, it's just also fun just to see what people get me. But to me, it's not only about receiving, but it's also about giving because I just love to buy gifts for all my friends. But... Let's not only talk about the future and the present, but let's talk about what has happened these years as this year nears its end. Because I'm the social networking reporter, let me give you a few statistics of the social networking. So of Facebook, nearly 1 billion users, over 200 million users are mobile only as of today. And speaking of Facebook, about 5 million of those Facebook users are under the age of 10, which surprises me a lot because I don't get why people under the age of 10 have a reason to use Facebook. But anyways, throughout the past year of 2013, in just 60 seconds, there are 41,000 posts on Facebook along with 1.8 million likes. There are 72 hours of videos uploaded, uploaded on YouTube and 2 million searches on Google. And this is only just in 60 seconds. There are also 15,000 songs downloaded on iTunes, 571 new websites created, 20,000 new Tumblr photos, 204 million emails sent, 3,600 photos every second on Instagram, $83,000 spent every second on Amazon, and 104,000 photos on Snapchat taken. And one of my favorite social games, Candy Crush Saga, raced in over $830,000 each day. And the most interesting fact that surprised me a lot was is that YouTube is more popular than cable TV. So as the holidays go by and a new year starts, be sure to watch what you do on social networking because it seems like the numbers are skyrocketing now. And also, have a happy, happy, have a happy holidays, happy Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, and happy New Year's. Wow, 
that just blew my mind about how connected we are in today's society. But I do remember my last New Year's when the, we were counting down to 12 at midnight. And I remember going on my phone at exactly 12 to tell all my friends to have a great year. So it's definitely a different world now. Mm-hmm. And what was your favorite part about this year? Well, I mean, really thinking about it, I'm a sports person, and <laughs> I really like the um, NFL Super Bowl this year. And my home team and my favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, played the Baltimore Ravens. And what made it even more interesting is the fact that the head coaches of both teams are brothers. And so it was really weird, yet really fun and interesting to see a brotherly rivalry. And it was really sad because we only lost by three points. Oh, yeah, it's really disappointing when you're so close but not there yet. Yeah. And what do you what do you look forward to next year? Oh, well, you know, just uh, having a fun life, just enjoying <laughs> life to the fullest. And since I'm only 15 this year, next year I'm going to be getting my permit and my license in the wow. same year. And so hopefully I <laughs> pass the test and everything. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. That sounds really exciting. Junior mm-hmm. year's can be fun <laughs> and the rest yeah. of the sophomore year. Um, but I know, especially my college apps end in January, so I'm super stoked about that. Mm-hmm. But when the holiday season comes, I know a lot of my teachers have lately been saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. And do you think there's a difference? Like, what do you use? Well, I really don't know. Like, it kind of depends because I have some christian friends could i go to church with them and obviously i would say merry christmas but um normally i say merry christmas but if someone tells me that they're jewish or from a different religion i just say oh sorry happy holidays and normally they wouldn't really care they wouldn't really be that be that yeah i haven't met very many people who are like oh you can't say that to me like if i say merry christmas yeah yeah but what was the best present you got for christmas um, well, last year, my Christmas present kind of mixed with my birthday present, so I guess it still counts as a Christmas present, but anyways, I got a, a, a brand new iPhone 5, and it was really nice because, wow. uh, especially because I participate in a lot of extracurricular activities, yeah. so like jazz band and stuff like that, it's great to keep up with all the emails that my uh, director sends me, and just so many emails and like Facebook and text messaging, like, it's just so useful, and now because a new iOS 7 came out, it just makes everything in my life a lot easier because I think it's really fluid and smooth like unlike a lot of my friends think because they think it's really ugly and it copies the Android version but props to Apple yeah I got a new phone for my birthday and it's one of the best things ever but um, Jane was saying how the history of Christmas and Asia was talking about the mistletoe and how that originally started but have you ever been kissed under the mistletoe um yes I actually have it was I was with a bunch of my school friends, and my friends just uh, brought a mistletoe and went up to people, just held, held it over their heads, and it was just really weird because it's like some some of them I don't really know, some of them I do know, but it's just really awkward just to like do that under... Yeah, it sounds uh, pretty awkward. Yeah. And what's your favorite Christmas memory of all the years? That might be a hard question. Um. Well, actually, last year was my... First white Christmas, at least that I can remember. I'm pretty oh, sure I've had one where when were I was you? really young. Well, I was up in uh, Lake Tahoe. Oh, okay. Very South cool. Lake, yeah, up in South Lake Tahoe. Uh, one of my favorite places to go every winter. And um, 
it was a white Christmas and it was just absolutely beautiful. Like I didn't see any green except <laughs> I didn't see any green. Everything was like powdery white. Everything like there were snowflakes falling. But the worst part was getting there took like eight to nine hours because of all the chain control and all the slow traffic. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, but yeah, when we went up there, it was just so nice because I went with a bunch of family friends and we had a snowboarding trip for like three to three or four days and it was just so fun. <laughs> yeah, I used to live in Colorado, so when I moved oh, to the wow. Bay Area, it was a bit of a shock not having a white Christmas, but <laughs> a lot of people I know also go to tropical places during their Christmas breaks, so I don't wow. know how it feels to ha have really nice beach weather during Christmas. Yeah, my friend's actually in Hawaii right now. And wow. Wondering why he's there instead of enjoying the snow. <laughs> and what are you what are you doing for Christmas this year? Um, I actually don't know. Um I I actually really don't know, but I one of the things that I am doing for sure is I'm performing uh on my French church for his youth orchestra and I play the trombone and because the director is my friend's dad. He decided to give me a solo, so I'm really excited, but at the same time, a little bit nervous. And we obviously love this time of year, and I know it's a very popular worldwide holiday season where everyone can feel loved and their family and just the joys that Christmas brings. Yeah, it's so fun to have the holiday season around. It's just so many fun times and many fun memories can be made. But anyways, I'm Alex Lee. And I'm Young Juwon. Visit us at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com and check us out on Tumblr at BTSYARadio.tumblr.com. We'll be back with our final segment with Sarah Trail. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwon, and today we are celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year, anything else you want to celebrate. And I'm Alex Lee. Our next speaker is a first-timer named Sarah Trill. My advice to you is to sit back, relax, and express yourself. I'm sure you'll do well. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hey, how's it going? Great. We remember you from So Sarah, and we're so excited that you're back. I'm excited to be here. And so you currently have your own business called So Sarah So, which creates up cycled quilts and clothing. And so what prompted you to turn your passion for sewing and community into what it is today? I'd say it was more of a, a desire to be unique and a desire to make money at the same time. It was a lot of fun to be able to take things that I made and then give it to my friends as gifts or just sell it to my parents, friends, or just people I didn't know, just through Facebook pages and um, other media. Yeah, and speaking of gifts, 
how do you celebrate Christmas time? Do you get more orders? What happens? Christmas time, I definitely I do family first. So I make sure that I make my cousins and um, female and male make them backpacks. I make my aunt's purses. I make my grandparents' quilts. I make my parents' quilts. Um, and then for other people, I get lots of orders. I'll get orders to make table runners for Christmas, Christmas dinners. I'll get orders to make uh, ornaments with kids. A lot of times I'll do Christmas parties with youth. So a church will hire me, and then I'll come in and we'll do a sewing project. Christmas is definitely one of the most busy times. Since I have three weeks off of school, I make the most of it. And uh, why do you make your own clothing, and how did you first get started? I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of work and a lot of time commitment and co and just commitment in general. So how did you get started with sewing? Um, I went to a private school where uniform was strictly enforced. And so but after reading the handbook, I found out there's lots of things that I could do to a uniform to alter it, make it different, that would still fit the dress code, such as changing all the buttons. I would pick off the collar of my white dicky shirts, and I would make leather. I would add in silk, and I would make them hot pink to match my shoes. <laughs> so those kind of things. It was more of a, I wanted to be different with the school uniform. And how do you get all the things done, like the orders and other family gifts, before Christmas time? I prioritize. I start usually in October. You start making it so I can have things on stock, such as purses and backpacks specifically. Yeah. And so then I'll have orders, so I'll have inventory. And then if they want custom, I usually charge a bit more of a fee. Mm. So it's more, more um, in, means to encourage them to buy what I've already made. Mm -hmm. So speaking of the holiday, again, um, what, like, what do you do? Like, what, what's the most important thing for you during the uh, holiday season? I would say baking treats with my neighborhood. My neighborhood, we have a really elaborate light show where people from all over the cities around will come around just to see and just scroll through our neighborhood. And there's trucks outside that sell hot chocolate. And so buying hot chocolate, uh, what else do we do? We just do lots of things. We sing. They have Christmas carols. A lot of youth come in from all over the Bay Area. And so we, we like, have not even a party, but, like, it's just kind of like a festival in the street. I'm just hot chocolate, and then every neighborhood bakes, like, a treat. Or, like, every house, literally. And so, like, they'll just give it out for free in front of So, like, my house will do cookies. The neighbor house, they'll have hot chocolate. The next house, they'll have, like, candy balls. Like, they're just elaborate treats. That sounds so fun. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you have any favorite holiday memories from past years? I would definitely say um, setting up the lights. I remember when... Wow, yeah. My family. We're setting up the lights up with my family. And, like, the snow from the entire, like, side of the roof came down and knocked me over. And I was very... <laughs> wow. Yeah, I love driving around and looking at the pretty lights. Yeah, light shows are amazing. Especially yeah. when I like to do elaborate things. Are you planning any new things for the New Year's? Do you have resolutions or new business plans? I do. I've made... I always have an elaborate <laughs> resolution. So I have 25 this year. Wow. Very ambitious. <laughs> Very ambitious. I hope to accomplish at least half. Uh, yeah. Some of the top three are to um, do dedicate myself to at least 20 hours of volunteer service a week consistently. Um, and then another one is to go and start. There's this program in my school called the YMCA, and it's a mentor yeah. thing. With, and so work with the YMCA. And then my last resolution is to um, spend more time with my grandparents this year. Hmm. Yeah. It's always very important to spend time with family. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, speaking of your resolutions, in the previous years, have you 
tried keeping any of them, or have they ever been successful? Um, most of my resolutions have been successful. Actually, I haven't ever had quite 25. Last year's resolutions were to write another book. I, I did, and then to um, make five quilts. I set a limit of how many quilts I wanted to make a year. Wow, yeah, I always come up with really... Um really far-fetched goals, like, go running every Saturday, don't go on Facebook, and then they always end up failing. <laughs> I understand. Facebook yeah. and Instagram and social media is definitely a distraction. And yeah. What are some traditions that are unique to your family that you really love? Um, usually, my family, we always go see the local production of the Nutcracker or Christmas Carol, or just any other holiday, like, play. We always go see that. And another thing is, um, we have, like, a church party that's really traditional. We just always go to, like, for New Year's, we go to the church, and we spend it at the church with just the youth, and it's always just, like, food and fun and just, just holiday season. So it's just, I feel like the church is always the New Year's tradition. And as speaking of the holiday tradition... Uh, what, wh like, what is your favorite thing to do, like, especially during New Year's, do you ever stay up late, like, what do you do until midnight? Until midnight, I, my favorite thing is on Christmas Eve, I get to open up one present, so, like, <laughs> I'll spend that whole day shaking and tapping and hitting all the presents to see which, what they could possibly be, and so, um, I wait till midnight on Christmas Day so I can open up all my presents immediately. Yeah, I always wake up super early on Christmas, even if I don't set an alarm. I'm just so excited. Did you believe in Santa Claus at one point in time? I believed in Santa Claus till about eighth grade. When my <laughs> oh, mom wow. said, Yeah, and I like it was weird how my parents were just like, Sarah, there is no Santa Claus. And I was like, Yes, there is. But I had already kind of known there wasn't a Santa Claus. <laughs> but I just wanted to keep saying I believed it so I would have presents from my parents and from Santa Claus. So then they told me there wasn't a Santa Claus, and then... I just only got presents from parents. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I was a little kid, I'd always be so excited to set up cookies and milk and set up the coming of Santa Claus, and I, I do miss that. It was fun. I definitely did the milk and cookies and writing the letter. Yeah. And so I know I've recently watched New Year's, um, the movie with my New Year's Eve with my mom, just randomly. And they have some very fabulous dresses in that movie since New Year's is all about having a party and having a fun start to the new year of 2014. Do you design any fabulous gowns? I haven't ever designed a gown for Christmas, but I've designed lots of aprons. I know Christmas aprons are a hot commodity that sell relatively well. Yeah. A lot of Christmas aprons is something I always do. Yeah, I, I recently went to a little card shop, and they decked their whole shop with Christmas ornaments, Christmas cards, and it's just a really great feeling to be around. Oh, I love the holidays. Christmas is definitely my favorite, favorite, favorite time off of school and vacation, everything combined. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of Christmas, what, what was the best Christmas present you've ever received? The best Christmas ever, um, I'd say it was when my parents surprised me with my sewing studio. I had no idea what they were doing. They had locked the room, and when I opened the door, it was a fully furnished, complete with, you know, custom cabinets, a custom wow. table for my sewing wow. room. It was like my entire room got turned around, and it was the best Christmas present, and it's definitely been the most utilized. Yeah, definitely. That sounds amazing. And do you go Christmas caroling? 
I do. I go Christmas caroling with my friends. We all we wear the same outfit. And usually, like I'll make it. So like we'll all have plaid skirts. So we'll all have wow denim jackets with our names on the back. And Christmas that sounds lights. really fun. You're stepping Christmas caroling up a notch. <laughs> Definitely with the coordinated outfit. Yeah. And thank oh. you so much for the happy holidays and all of your fun, fun advices, fun traditions. And thank you for sharing the holiday spirit with us. I okay. surely want to go Christmas caroling with you, Sarah. <laughs> Definitely. Come to California. <laughs> I hope stocking, I hope you're stocking and stuff with fabric, thread, and all the tools you need to create more things for So Is Sarah. To find out more about Sarah Trail, go to sarahsosarahso.com. That's S-E-W, Sarah, S-A-R-A, so.com. And tune in to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with our youth. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. And thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Up next, a track from the Kid Star Album of the Month. I'm Alex Lee. And I'm Young Juwan. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be grateful, be kind, and have a great new year. Speak up and express yourself for 2014. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Hello, my name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Everybody's Somebody Else. I can still recall back when we were kind of small. We paid real close attention to the clock upon the wall. Now, friend, I have to say, school was fine for half the day. But after three, my friends and me were off and on our way. Because everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings. Raymond banged the keyboards, I was playing three chords. Ricky beat the bongos till he made his knuckles real sore. We practiced every night trying to move our fingers right. Yeah, the sounds we made were silly, but we worked until we really had a thing. Because everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings Well maybe your custodian He's a race car driver, the secretary She's a deep sea diver The teacher's working on her helicopter flyer Everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings My buddies and me, we were like you Through the school day we worked pretty hard But at home we plugged into these amps and cranked them up And let music
Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings, or maybe your librarian she dances on the ballroom floor, and the principal is managing a hardware store, and the cooks are making a fortune selling French imported bling. Cause everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody. is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends receives are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org. <laughs>